Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. You're listening to Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Time to get embarrassed with us. Post-Halloween, I suppose. Happy, happy day after Happy November. It's been, Elon, it's so nice that you're back. We missed you so much. I'm happy to be back, although I will admit that uh, England's weather was quite uh, unseasonably brilliant. Uh, As in quite brilliant, warm and lovely and Warm and lovely. I think it hailed once while I was at lunch in the Battersea section, which is uh, quite lovely. South of the Thames. um, Yeah. Look at me London and my look at me and my geography sites. Summertime, uh, this an is... English boy, <laughs> American girl. Okay, that's not the lyrics. Anyway, <laughs> um, this is Alon Danziger reporting for duty for Lost and Rewound every <sighs> Thursday here on Radio Free Brooklyn from three to four p.m. I'm joined once again by my cohorts Will Hasty and Catherine Dunn. How you doing? Hi. We are here to excavate all of your archives from the yesteryears, your audio archives. We are the archaeologists of audio archives. I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm just going to be such an asshole here. Excavate? Excavate. Excavate. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Continuing to fuck words up since 1995. <laughs> but, you know, every time we come onto this show, uh, there's... London got in your head, man. Um, yes. Uh, He's going to excavate. Excavate. <laughs> Everybody says literally instead of literally. They say literally I was going n- nuts. I was like, yes, you were going literally nuts. Well, at least they don't say aluminum. Al- al- aluminium? Yeah, no, I'm kidding. No, no one says that shit. They really don't? You didn't hear them say that once? I Maybe mean, you didn't ask for it. Ooh, yeah, there you go. I did not ask for it. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> I and it was not takeout. It was takeaway. Wow, oh, that's so weird. Yeah, that always does rock me a little bit. Oh, did you have any good Indian food? Yes, in the hotel. Ooh, what? Yeah, really? Yeah. Huh. Can you believe it? Hotel Paddington rocking my socks off with their chicken tiki masala, oh, which is not even so a real Indian dish. It's, it's a British dish. It's an Anglo-Saxon dish. But I'll tell you this. The next time I do go to London, I'll rock some Brick Lane no matter what, because the last oh, time I was in London prior... Brick Lane was most certainly hit up, and it was delicious. And there was an amazing chocolate place over there, too. Not that I'm—I mean, I mean, my only experience with Brick Lane was the book Brick Lane, which Shut references a lot of Brick Lane. But yes, I think chocolate. it was called Dark Sugar. Dark oh, really? Sugar. <laughs> Walking down the street That's looking my, like, for Dark Sugar. Yeah, Catherine, Catherine Dunn, name is Dark Sugar. Catherine Dunn, a.k.a. Dark Sugar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's my identity. <laughs> tell tell everybody how they could hear about Radio Free Brooklyn events that are coming up. It's Radio Free Brooklyn always has things that are coming up. Are you talking about our newsletter, talking... Radio Free Brooklyn? Yes, or are you I'm telling talking... people to download the app so that they could have it in their pocket at all times? Well, yes, all of these things. I mean, you're smart people. If you have an Android or an iPhone, oh! go download those apps. They are amazing. General communication is that you can listen on the go, on the run, or in your car, etc. To download the app, all you got to do is go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash iPhone for the iOS app or RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash Android for the Android app. 
gotta say, guys, I use it myself. It's actually I, the yeah. easiest way to listen to my favorite shows on Radio Free Brooklyn. I actually was able to use it while I was in England. So there you go. It is usable internationally, everybody. Okay. Um, but but about the events, there are plenty of events that are coming up. So where do you go to sign up for that? RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Hell yeah. And it's only going to come, what, like once a month or something? Something like that. I don't even think I, I get them that often. <laughs> I don't know you, if I've ever gotten one. Look at you with your persnickety email filters, Catherine. Persnickety? No, not at all. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, Jimmy Hoffman here. I just uh, Persnickety brought me back to life. I, I had to just pop out of the ground to say persnickety. That's incredible. Speaking of, there's an after-school program. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because these kids could finally learn media literacy through media making with the hands-on approach guided by us, these local professionals uh, that you are hearing right now, or maybe other more seasoned professionals, <laughs> shall we say? Um, but you know, I'm sorry, profession to professionals. What what is that? Oh, the excavators. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's the excavators. Makes sense. Thanks. Yes. Yeah, all those, you know, if you participate or donate, those <laughs> donations will be tax deductible. You do know this, that Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 not-for-profit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. So support our mission. We rely primarily on your donations from listeners like you and Every cent will help us continue to stay on the air. Make your one-time donation or monthly pledge at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Uh, and remember oh, yeah. that your donations are tax-deductible to the fullest extent of Love. the law. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's edition of Lost and Rewound and see what audio we have in store. Spoo! Oh, yes. Ooh. On this day after the dead. Many, 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 many years. I feel like it's been the one holiday that I actually like unabashedly get into. And mm -hmm. it's one of those holidays that I can sort of depart from the rest of the world and just appreciate and have fun and just be my own silly self. And I think as an adult, I've come to appreciate it a lot more than I did when I was a kid. What were your guys' relationship with Halloween when you were, let's say, before you were 13 and then after you were 13? Hmm. I'm not sure if it's changed. I think I've always <laughs> been obsessed that. with Halloween, and I don't think it's going to stop. No. No. Um, I don't think 13 had anything to do with it. Like, that's not the holiday that I was suddenly like, well, I'm too old for this holiday. Yeah. Like, that, you, you, that day you, has never come. You've never, you, you, that never happened to you. No, but with that said, I, I 
I don't think I did anything for Halloween this year. No. <laughs> so. <laughs> I last night I uh, was uh, at the Bell House uh, helping my friends, the Occasionalists, uh, uh, benefit at the Bell House. Uh, the Occasionalists. It's the Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, live band karaoke, and it was oh my so, god, it was so much fun. It it last year, amazing. last year was a lot of fun too. I dressed up as. Russell Hitchcock from uh, Air Supply. Yeah, please tell me you have. Please tell me you have a picture of that. Please uh, post that in the show after, notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. I've I mean, already this, seen them. They're on the internet. They're on the internet. Oh, They've right. already happened. Last year, I was Paul Williams from Phantom of the Paradise. Is how I was inspired, and you know, kind of the precursor for doing the show that I did this past year at the Secret Loft. But uh, the Paul Williams garb was good, and then uh, I kind of didn't really think because I was going to England. I was really kind of sad that I couldn't capitalize on being here for the weekend before, which is evidently when everybody kind of got their rocks off, you know, a little bit too early. Halloween weekend? Yeah, exactly. And that's always the best, too. I feel like uh, historically when Halloween's during the week, it doesn't really make it as good of a time because then it's like, oh, now I just got to go to school tomorrow after going and having too much candy from trick-or-treating mm-hmm. what about you will you, you grew up in brooklyn Did, was trick-or-treating a big thing in brooklyn heights it's huge there is one street called uh, sydney place where uh, you'll walk which are essentially you know cut off you know so it's its own little sort of side street between two other streets so you take a normal city block and just cut it in half i mean i mean even to this day i walk down sydney place just for comfort because like especially on halloween you'd walk down there and it was literally shoulder to shoulder and especially growing up, I'd walk down and like literally every house on that block, I knew everybody, you know, and like Brooklyn <laughs> Heights is a very tight knit community. And so you do know almost everybody in the neighborhood. But like, you know, it, it, most of the time you're walking down the street, you're like, I know people in that building. I know people in that house. A couple houses go by. I know people in that house. But this like city place was literally I know that person, that person, that person, that person, that person, that person, you know, it was exactly just so close. And Halloween for me. Like, I love the concept of dressing up. I love making really elaborate costumes, especially that were, like, sci-fi and monster-themed. But because of swimming and just because of my life, I was always, and and just because also, you know, I'm a shit planner, taken by surprise by it. You know, like, I was working with a friend over the weekend, and I was like, oh, yeah, my friend invited me to a Halloween party. And she goes, today's Halloween? And that was essentially the same reaction I had when Halloween is was yesterday, you know? I mean, then it's kind of a good microcosm as to how I've always experienced it. I don't really plan for it coming when I want to. Yeah. And so it would always be like a couple days before, right when, you know, my friends were like, oh, we've got our costumes together. Everything's ready. What are you doing? And I was like, oh, shit, I got to put something here quick. Yeah. And I would just like run to a costume store and rip something off the wall and and try to make it work. <laughs> like a maniac. No, yeah. literally, no. The best was um, one of my my ex, Steph, got, or, you know, from way back when, got me a, she got us a tickets to the McKittridge Halloween party with Sleep No More. Okay. And so, and so, and it was supposed to be mummy themed. And so I literally toilet paper. Uh, no, wasn't that bad. We were close though. I got, I got a, I got a mummy costume from Abercadabra, and I dressed it, quote unquote, with vinegar, black ink, Why? and bre- to make it look real, to, to make stink. it look worn. To smell bad. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's well, here's say. the problem. <laughs> Nobody problem. wanted to be next to you during well, that party. Uh, uh, well, that's that's uh, stay away from P boy. That's a silly. <laughs> that's that's even he though right. even though I washed the shit out of that thing and ripped it down with tons of like deodorants and no you stuff. didn't i really you didn't did have time. i really did no i really did You're i mean lying. no no no. this was all done a couple hours before uh-huh. we went 
and it went you got absolutely it wet and dry and deodorized. Yep, Stop and it, it absolutely smelled like shit when you got within no, like piss. an inch of it. Ugh. It smelled like piss. <laughs> it smelled like piss. I know. It's but vinegar. It was a really fucking awesome party and I looked like a pretty insane, ridiculous mummy. One of what I should have done. Like a crazy person. <laughs> Guys, I can't even think about what a Halloween was in terms of like costumes. I'm so I'm so impressed that you were able to remember costumes that far back. But oh, that said, uh I, I can can't, remember shit. <laughs> I can't remember any costume what? before. Or college seriously oh, i can My i friend... won't tell wait, you wait didn't you have the friend <laughs> who had built the ridiculously elaborate costumes did you guys have that yeah oh i mean i think i've talked about this on the show and there's gonna be a lot of that on this episode of things that i've talked about before my friends ben and bobby dressed up as boots one year <laughs> that's cr- like a pair of boots yeah that's amazing like their moms dressed them up in these very large paper mache boots that were much taller like they were probably <laughs> five five and a half feet tall i think they won the costume contest that year for a good reason he also was a mega man uh ben one year and i really <laughs> yeah like his mom made a freaking mega man costume That's i was awesome. like it's like can i please be Mega Man? because i think actually i remember asking if i could borrow his helmet and pretend to just like go running around my backyard how could shooting. you not that would be like getting a rebel assault helmet you know what i mean like yeah. you're a fighter pilot and it wasn't even halloween Alliance. i just wanted to dress up as Mega Man just for fuck's sake of oh, it, why you know? not yeah but no, I'm, I'm my friend theo would always build so actually theo who was theo! on dunson um who called in from cali uh theo would... was not on dunson yes he was it doesn't count <laughs> You want to be on my fucking show? You put your ass in this. Oh, fucking shut the t- fuck studio. up! He's in Los Angeles. He wasn't gonna fly yeah, here. And when he comes what? here, He'll... he can be on Dunson. Yeah, yes, Fair exactly. Point. Okay, he will make it here eventually. In on Dunson. Yeah, that's Anywho, better. <laughs> he would always make these incredibly elaborate costumes with his dad, and they were and like you know whole nine yards like chicken wire, like you know the foam caulk, like sealant and painting them and yeah. doing these whole things. And honestly, this is weird, but looking back on it in retrospect, it really was kind of like living vicariously through him in terms of costume, because we would all just sort of jump in behind him and be around him. But the best costume I ever did was so cheap. It was literally just like all black and a mask that had a really, really awesome, slightly uh, shaded and slight. And, and I didn't realize this until I did lighting design college, but it also had a little bit of diffusion. So in darkness, or not in darkness, but basically once the sun had gone down, even in light, wearing this sort of hooded thing with this mesh thing over my face, legitimately made it look like there was no face in that hole. Like it was just an empty hood. Amazing. And so it, and that was, and that whole thing was like, was like 15 bucks. What about you, Catherine? Do you have any costumes that you can remember from uh, when you were younger? Um, I'm not going to say what the ones from when I was younger were like. Uh, cause that would put me in a specific time period. Oh, oh, come oh I on. see. So wait, which come Madonna on, were you? One, yeah. Um, no. Which I Madonna? Was, I'm sorry. Which was, 1960s Wonder Woman were you? I was the Madonna that made out with Britney. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, I just remembered uh, Ghostbusters. I did uh play a Ghostbuster. Oh my god! I, I just was a Ghostbuster one year. I think I dressed up as a budget Batman one year. Budget oh, Batman. Really? Yeah. I Wait, dated you... a budget Batman. <laughs> I was uh, Poison Ivy, and he was budget Batman. Ooh, yeah, that's amazing. His that's a good couple costume. It. No, his dad made it. It was terrible. Wait, how old were you? Wait, wait. So what? Adults. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Really annoying. Um, that was like one of the last relationships I was kind of really in. Yeah. Wait, please tell me that the Batman mask was just like one of those plasticky things <laughs> with a headband the... and like a little slit for your for the mouth. The Batman mask is actually a legit Batman mask. Really? And I have it. <laughs> 
That sounds <laughs> yeah. awesome. That actually sounds to really fucking day. cool. Yeah, I mean, it's in my like room of costumes. I think the reason why originally up top I brought up uh, 13 was because mm-hmm. when I started a new school and when everybody got to be, I guess, a certain age when they were in middle school, there was this association because we did trick-or-treating in town, right? We mm-hmm. didn't do trick-or-treating per se at houses, although there were houses in town, uh, residential uh, properties. I mean, like but, apartment buildings. Yeah, apartment buildings, but it was mostly in the town of Woodstock, a real mm-hmm. commercial area. I think there's a clip actually that I could play. Um, that sort of sheds a little light on this. Lovely. So for this episode, just to bear with me here, the Halloween special was a tape that I recorded that's not very long, and I was actually able to extract some clips from it. There's specifically, I think, some mentioning of what was going to happen or what I did that day in lieu of Halloween. First of all, we were going to be at the party. We party passed already. It was great. I mean, I'll tell you a lot of things about it that happened there. But I'll just, let me just tell you, the reason we couldn't bring the party is because my dad said that it's not the way to interact. Well, I've been to parties before. It's been all right. Uh, as I was saying. So, all stuff to tell you? Well, I've gotten a haircut. That's the thing. I've gotten a haircut now. And not just for Halloween, but I wish I could do it for life. <laughs> but i got a wedding coming up, so I can't have it that much. Yeah. Um, yes, this, that is true. This it will be the weirdest imagine in the history of Elon's life. That's right. He dyed his hair. He dyed his hair red. Yes, dyed hair, cut hair, awesome hair. That's right. Um, and today some cool things might happen. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, so we're here and. Um, Oh, yeah, the boss and some, some really Halloween-related things, if you know what I mean. We'll probably take this ball with trick-or-treating, and uh, we'll give it to my mom. We'll go like, Bonnie! Yes, right. To recap, first thing that was mentioned in this clip that I recorded for the Danziger Zone, the Halloween special on the bus, while other people are talking and socializing, I'm talking to my recorder about how I went to a really great Halloween party, I remember, at Samantha Ackerman's house in Hopewell Junction, New York, and she had a bunch of people over, and I was there, and I wanted to bring my tape recorder, and my dad said that that was not the way to interact, and I was like, but I've been to parties before, but I didn't say blah, 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 not blah, with blah. a recorder, though. You're not supposed to go to a party with a recorder when you're 13 but years that's old. that's genius. What are you talking I mean, I, mean, I should have. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have interviewed the other kids? Probably. Yeah. That would have been with, with, so good. It would have been. That would have been a wonderful time capsule of such. Because 1996 was also the year of that crazy snowstorm. Especially this was in 1995. Brooklyn. Fuck. I'm sorry. Eighth My grade bad. was 1996 for me. I have great memory. <laughs> Evidently, I don't. Seventh grade <laughs> is 95. So that said, oh, my bad. that was the first time I ever dyed my hair was wow. that seventh grade. In the year that I was trying very desperately to find my identity in a new school. <laughs> and seventh grade? No way. Yeah, you believe it. Believe it. I had skateboard shoes. I, at one point, tied my hair in a ponytail. <laughs> oh, my God. And, uh, managed, and you had an earring. I, I already had had an earring, yes, for a few years. But then I dyed my hair red. Red hair totally reminded me of a Halloween costume that I still own and hasn't fit me since I was roughly 13. Which one was that? Like your shirt right now. Oh, so. fuck. oh fuck you. Oh, fuck you. 
ladies and gentlemen, I have just lost a lot of weight, and I am wearing a shirt that I haven't worn since I was 13. But that said, um, yeah, you can it probably was wear a... this costume, bitch. <laughs> I, I wear. <laughs> I have a Foo Fighters T-shirt that I wear still to this day that I got from my first concert when in 1996. Hell yeah! I could wear anything I wore when I was 13 because I was wearing baggy clothes. No, mm-hmm. that makes sense. That ma- I mean, it's only stupid because stupid baggy. I feel like I feel like especially with the cat hisses, that was sort of in your that was sort of in your wheelhouse. The what? Oh, my character? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I dyed my hair a different color every week. What was the right first on. time uh, you dyed your hair? And, or, right, I should say, what color did you dye your hair the first time you did it? It started out blonde. You started out blonde? Oh, well, my God, yeah, Catherine so done with colors... blonde hair. Wow. Is your natural hair color brown or blonde? This is my natural hair color. Okay. Right? Yeah. So whatever you So see, it is brown for our listeners. It's dirty blonde. It's dirty blonde. Very dirty, dirty blonde. Dirty blonde. It's dark blonde. It's really just brown. Um, <laughs> but wait, so was it, like, bleached blonde? Yeah. Um, okay. We're not started... talking white. Are we talking like? Are we talking like golden blonde, like little mixed, or somewhere in there? I don't know. I'll just show you pictures one yeah, day. Do but it. like, sure. it was blonde, like Courtney Love, Kurt Cobain, blonde, which is weird because it was like way after Kurt <laughs> Cobain and Courtney Love. The costume I was referencing, which was that whole era, was I still have a lot of love for it. It's the uh, red jumpsuit of Captain Picard from oh, Star Trek, man. and you have it. Uh, of course I have it. It was, uh, you know, a red uniform as a captain's uniform, even though, or at least that was a next generation thing, whereas previously the red uniform just identified you for death <laughs> in a Star Trek episode. And I remember when I put it on, I was so excited because I was like, I'm a captain now. I'm an admiral. And as I'm walking around with this, because I guess my body was just so fucking used. Well, I mean, I was, all, you know, my body was so used to just being in a Speedo that literally I got heat exhaustion in like 20 or 30 minutes. And literally had to rip the suit off. Not rip it, but they had to get me out of it very, very quickly because I started puking from exhaustion. Oh, dear. Oh, my God. Why? Because I, I don't know. They? Mom and dad. Oh. Because I think because like I got all I was having a great time. I was like, I'm commanding. I'm being this captain. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then like 25. I mean, you know, knowing mom and dad, they just slipped me something. My God, he's being annoying. Just give him something to make him puke. But literally. After, oh my god, after, you bossed so hard, you threw up. <laughs> what a bitch. After like 25 minutes, I got I got like I was getting sweatier and sweatier to the point where like I just I had a headache suddenly kicked in and I felt like it was like getting a migraine. I just had to puke. They were just like, take the fuck. Well, we are, you're puking. I don't know what's wrong. And, I, and they were just like, take the goddamn costume off. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> The, the, wow. the, I think I think this year was the biggest fail. This particular year of '95, red hair, new school. Feel like I can do something more adult-like and you know, or more you know my age appropriate. Because he's going to go trick or treating, right? So I, as referenced here, I go bombing. That is my plan. My big plan was Please to go find bombing. Of course, eggs, um, eggs toilet, toilet paper. paper. Nice. I'm not sure if there's anything the else. Little twisted ties of um of gunpowder, literally. Is it really gunpowder? Well, it's it's a it's a derivation of gunpowder, but it but it is basically gunpowder. And so you and so when you throw them on the ground, they go they snap. Oh, snaps! They're called snaps. They're called snaps because oh, you would throw that. them on the ground, they just go. Tsh. I'm not sure if bombing still is a thing, and I don't really want to know because, quite frankly, I want nothing to do with any kids on Halloween. <laughs> they could do their their own thing. I will do mine. Does your wife uh, feel the same way? Uh, yeah, we have a house and we do not allow trick-or-treaters. The big door on the side that says, kids, fuck off. Scram. <laughs> our, our... Well, that would just get trick-or-treaters. Cause they would even Damn look... right. See, but here's the thing. Like, our tenant really gets into it. So she's decorated her part of the house. Uh, so you think that when you decorate your house, that means that 
you are inviting. Yeah. So it, it's just rape culture. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, Whoa, okay. Yeah. If you dress your house up a certain way, you're asking for <laughs> trick or treaters to come looking for handouts. Now I get it. Okay, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Damn. That was yeah, good. that was like, yeah, for a half second, I was like, I'm, Where I'm is yes, this going? yes, so, building in patriarchy, but how? Yeah. Like, okay, so like my boss, for example, used to do like the handing out candy at his office. That's one thing. Candy and then handy. my mother in law, may she rest in peace, was uh, very happy to have kids to come by before a certain time. And, you know, she would hand candy out. And so there would always be candy hanging out at the house. I don't know. I'm not really into it. There are people on our block who get really into it and decorated their house. And, I mean, it's some real, like, deep shit. Like, one of the neighbors on my block has a movie playing in their windows. It's like with sounds. Really, I mean, that's with cool. Sounds. Though. And there's, like, a huge spider on the roof. And yeah! there's a skeleton. I mean, that's inviting trick-or-treaters to come. So the minute Basking you put like it. even like exactly the minute you put like a spider web or something on anywhere, that means that there should be the assumption that, oh, maybe these people, if the lights are on, if you're like st- sitting out on the stoop, I think that's a reason to say like, here, I come on over and hang out, uh, you know, and, and drop by and get some candy. But that's not going to happen. Mm. No, that's fine. Listen, bombing w- is what we were chatting about, and bombing uh, did not go well for me that year. Wait, what um, happened? That, well, well, I, I um, you bombed at bombing. I bombed you at bombed bombing. bombing. Yeah, I don't remember what happened. I think my shaving cream did not. Uh, I, I had the shaving cream can. I know I've talked about this before, but I'm pretty sure that whatever I did, I had to like heat the pin up or something in order for it to have some aerial trajectory. And it did not, so it just sort of was like, like you know, just like oh, normal shaving fun. cream. <laughs> what do you? No, no, novice I, mistakes. I thought the technique was you put your finger over the hole and just create a little bit of more pressure so that you can fire. So if the hard part is pushing the button down and holding the hole at the same time, Mister <laughs> Science, I was not. Uh, and the also, you run into a lot. Yeah, sometimes I I, I did not uh, uh, fare well. I. I think I got egg in my hair within like the span of 30 <laughs> minutes of doing it. Please hair. tell me, please tell me when you were gearing up to throw it, you squeezed too hard and popped it as you were whipping it. <laughs> no, so oh, the egg? covered in shaving foam and egg. <laughs> yeah. I think the oh, egg, boy. I think someone just cracked an egg over my head. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> was it your own egg? <laughs> it was my own egg. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, there really wow. is something satisfying. There really is something satisfying about hearing an egg that you just like are whipping. Um, like impact against a window. Oh. You know what I mean? There really is something satisfying about just that like shatter and spread so effect. You're a terrible person. I'm not a terrible I I so no, rarely he was a terrible did that. kid. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, there you go. Well, I, we don't know that he I was do a terrible kid. No, 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 no. I was a terrible kid. I'm a horrible person. But no <laughs> one of the ideas for pranks that, that me and a couple friends really had, and two of them that we were obsessed with, one was when we were really young and we came up with an idea to capture the headless horseman. And the whole idea was that we would go up to Sleepy Hollow and bring a shit ton of super glue because we thought that super glue dries so fast that even though it's spectral, it's not going to be able to get out of the way of super glue. Super glue is going to stick to it. What <laughs> Sorry, I, I could not even see. <laughs> and so we get a bucket glue. of super glue. A bucket. A bucket, like filled a like full what on. The fuck, you're lying. I'm totally serious. And we only got where like get a, maybe an inch. No, no, listen to me. Listen to me. We made. We maybe no. So we bought like thirty things of like the little things of super glue and tried to pour them all into this <laughs> bucket, uh, uh, uh. Oh, not no. realizing that they would dry instantaneously. And 
so so the entire plant just came to a bucket with a quarter inch of dried super glue. Let's hear let's hear some more of uh me. Uh this is luck all luckily before Halloween. I love how I did a Halloween special before Halloween before I felt the humility of a kid who just got his egg uh splattered all over his nice newly dyed red hair. Here is another clip. The the superhero for bombing is called the mass bomber. Yeah, my heroes is so mad. So bad, sister. You know, there's always the Simpsons for one year. There's so much people in a bomb this year. Or look for him. Oh, the Simpsons. Oh, George Don Cito. Oh, Mr. Pito. Oh, God, oh, God. Oh, God, oh, God. No, 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 no. Because you know that water is. No, the name for it is Hydro. Oh, my hat. My hair is red. I'm a redhead, <laughs> Yeah. Ooh. Did you know the one would recognize me if I went to a red tree with the red pants and a red shirt and the red face from a nice rush and red shoes and red hair? No one would me that. No one. Yeah, it was a red car pool. Spin, did you know? So I had ADHD, evidently. No, <laughs> no just ADD. But no, for real, ADHD clearly was uh, some somewhere the hyperactivity just like seeped out. I'm like, sorry, what'd you say? Like no, red blood. time, and I'm wearing red pants under a red tree with my <laughs> red hair. What I love how I snuck in there was my face being red from a niacin rush, which was a deep cut because that, what is oh my god! I I this oh is my god. this is real because I definitely had an episode I talked about having a regimen of which I had to eat certain foods and then I had to take vitamin supplements. Niacin was not something I talked about on that episode, and it's really important to recall that particular uh, pill because. Um, all the vitamins that I took for you know this regiment, these vitamin supplements that I was told I had to take in order for you know this chemical imbalance to be uh, rectified with all of mm. my uh, different foods and all uh, that I was not allowed to eat and foods that I now had to eat. Niacin was the fucking worst because niacin was a 100 milligram little tiny pill that in order to take uh, all these vitamins and have them work, you had to take niacin along with it because it was a neutralizer. Now every time you took niacin. It gave you a little tingling. So you would take multiminerals, you take Bs, you take Cs, whatever, all right, these amino it, acids. It's the stuff that flushes you, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's, its main thing is that your face gets red and you get very, very Not warm. just your face, your entire body. The supposition is, is that the more you take it, the more your body gets accustomed to it. That's so all it, drugs, yeah. Right. Yeah. So niacin, in theory, should not be giving you that rush. And some people, like my cousin Nicole, who was on the same like diet, I guess you can call it, uh, for some reason loved it i don't know how anybody could love it but i was 13 years old at a new school with like pumpernickel bread turkey sandwiches china cola or like supermarket brand soda chocolate or coconut macaroons fruit leathers from the health store about like 13 vitamins that i had to take with me and then on top of that one of them was making me turn red in the middle of math class and i just figured to myself you know I'm going to make the best of this. <laughs> and I'm just going to say, I'm going to be red hair. I'll be red in the face. I'll have red shoes. I'll have red pants. I'll be the most red person of all. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh my. So, uh, so, niacin, so niacin is mostly just 
B3. Yeah. But you see it in cereals, too. Like, Riboflavin and, um... Yeah. Uh, and Riboflavin's brother, uh, Roboflavin. I don't know. There's a lot of, like, these little things well, that it, show up in cereals, and niacin happens to be one of those. That's well, where you normally see it. Well, it's it's primarily used for, or at least according to WebMD, uh, cholesterol uh, lessening for taking down your LDL levels. Yeah. The and cholesterol was pretty high for me uh, as that age. Gotcha. What? How? Gotcha. That beats me. <laughs> I mean, I was like what, like ninety five pounds, and mm. just like tiny. Pbd loved a lot of fats. Yeah, I loved me some sugar. That's why they took me off sugar, dairy, wheat, and uh, citrus, and uh, yeah, a lot of stuff. I'm so curious what they were like putting in your feed before <laughs> that <laughs> that you were like had cholesterol issues. I'm wondering here if niacin is being used to like to essentially like help distribute the stuff in your system because mostly yeah, it, just, it, it is. sounds it's like precisely it's what it is because otherwise the stuff isn't going to work as effectively. Interesting. Wow, but, that's crazy, dude, especially yeah. at that age. Uh, uh, a lot more about that at another time. For the meantime, actually, I want to take a, just a quick short breather, um, as I think I may have just gone insane a little bit ago, and Catherine and <laughs> Will as my witnesses here in the studio. The most red of insane. The reddest of insanest. The reddest of the red! I think we got I'm our, owning it. I think, I, I think we got our title for this week. This is Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. joining us here this week if you yeah. want to listen to past episodes of lost and rewound you can do so on a few different platforms we're on soundcloud and itunes and spotify as well but if you want to check out our main page where you can download past episodes and uh really just uh, we really need the clicks to be honest with you we really do it's uh lost and rewound.podomatic.com podomatic is our main hub for all of the new apps. And if you guys want to submit anything, all you got to do is go to Lost and Rewound at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Yeah, send your pitches and all of your ideas and thoughts and concerns. And uh, uh, please, no death threats right now. It's a really tumultuous time already right now. All we want Truly. is love and uh, collaboration, you know? My favorite description of Halloween is from one of my favorite shows. Mm. It literally goes, do you not see? Halloween is the night on which we become ourselves. Because the whole point is without, you can be whatever you want to be. Mm -hmm. You can figure out what you are. You can be your ideal self. You can be the worst version of yourself or just more risque versions of yourself. But you get to do whatever you want on this truly magical day once a year. On that note, there is, in fact, a very troubling piece of audio that i'm about to unveil <laughs> unveil is off. it the red thing again no no that was very disturbing no it's um can we get like 30 seconds of the red thing in a loop <laughs> does it cry for help <laughs> is this your last episode <laughs> i um, wasn't actually in england i was actually in a locked ward and i escaped and that's why i'm here
man. I wrote the show notes on the wall. <laughs> in, 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 <laughs> in the past, I've uh, uncovered the character known as Don Zoni, who basically <laughs> just... Don Zoni. Don, no, no, Don Zoni sounded Welcome like... Welcome to the danger, Don Zoni. He, he was like a Pee Wee Herman <laughs> sort of... Um, Welcome to Don Zoni. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like this. He sounded like a Louis Armstrong slash Beanie uh, Herman. Uh, I can't really. What, what, what else does he sound like other than this? <laughs> uh, he spoke. Don Zoni kind of had this. Your Don Zoni kind of had a voice like this, and he talked in a very. Uh, in it's the it's probably like the only voice like I had three registers. I had Zoni likes a pizza Zoni. <laughs> I had, oh, I, like I had Jockasaurus, who was like a dinosaur, and then I had Scully, who was a skeleton, and then I had Oh my god! And then I had, you had John Zoni. And these are my characters that I like voiced myself. Oh my god! What do you think? Choco the Chocodile. Kind of like that, okay. but it was Jockasaurus. Scully do, and Don Zoni. I want to do. Bum, I want to hear Don Zoni and Jockasaurus. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's hear it. Let's hear them talk to each other. Happy Halloween, Jockasaurus. Uh, thanks, Don Zoni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this story that you're about to hear. Okay, this is the story of Halloween as told by Don Zoni. That's all I'm going to say. And the then, San Francisco treat. <laughs> Done. And, Let's and, hear it. Yes. And uh, make notes as what I, whatever I got wrong, <laughs> which is everything. Now, we are going to have a special history of... Halloween history by the one and only D. 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 I heard searching for us, but I, while I'm saying stuff, people are going to act out for it. So just go to Jokasaurus. Sorry. We shouldn't have made our... We shouldn't have, like, you know, told us it was uh, told us. us. Good for you. I'm just sorry. Because I was saying, one day long ago, in the hearts of England, I thought you have hearts. Oh, oh, John, oh, Shep. How you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great. Hey, oh, no. Anyway, so, um, oh, look, England was a great place to live. A lot of people were pretty superstitious what was going on about witches and stuff. You know, I really hate that movie, Witches. I mean, one thing they shouldn't have, they should let Ronald Dahl just have it, but wait, hold on, am I talking about something different? Yeah, you are. Oh, yeah. Uh, witches, they're bad. So, but the thing is, it wasn't just witches, they're also scared of ghosts, and, and ghouls, and vampires, and monsters, and a lot of things. I don't know what I'm scared about. I'm just scared of paranoid about everything, you know? So, what they did was they took some costumes by hand and by handmade and dressed them, and they dressed up 
is the girls and the ghosts and a lot of weird things and put on masks and stuff to scare them away. We don't need them. We can just dismiss ourselves. Ah we're scaring you because we're not like you. Ah-ha. Anyway, so they should and even though they must get scared away, but they sure kept away from them. And that is the story of wait 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 hold on did, did they did, did they did they make did they have, make a peace treaty? No, they didn't make a peace treaty. Oh, well, well, did 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 did, 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 did they uh, uh did the ghosts and, and the ghosts dress up as people? No, they did. That was all that happened. Okay, it's just a little short story. Well, well, did, 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 how did they make the pumpkins? You know, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Right, you guys are going to react on them. Right. The story of the pumpkins. Pumpkins were vec- They saw that, that they, grew, they grew all these weird sort of things in the garden. And it helped to scale away. Wait, because they caught faces in the That's how the chocolate was just made. But unfortunately, apples didn't work. So neither did oranges. Actually, the is actually a sort of a short for pumpkin in pumpkin with old jack o' lantern. The lantern was because you put a light in the pumpkin. The, the reason it was called Jack was because well, I don't know why they were called Jack actually. You know, I think what did they just name it? Uh, maybe Joe or Mac or I don't know what they called, but they called it Jack o' lantern. So, as I'm saying that, they put faces in them, put all faces in them, put like a little triangle things, and it's scattered kind of across the way. Here's an example. Uh, I have a pumpkin here for you to be scared of. Oh, it's not like me. I gotta get away. Oh, uh, okay. I'm just gonna, um... Uh, for now, I guess this has been a DZ moment for the story. DZ, don't worry. Okay. I feel like a young Alan is the only person who can understand. I, I heard yeah. like maybe half of what Don Zoni was saying. I think the problem is that I was also doing it on the bus. Fair point. I would say that you're clearly a kid with a shit ton of imagination that yes. is pouring out of you. Let's cover uh the how accurate this shit story was <laughs> shit story? this shit story i don't think that halloween began in england but that might be hmm. that might be a mistake on my end i'm trying to like second guess my 13 year old self as you guys look at your phones well this no is... we're looking up stuff on on yeah. um on the origins we're, and... we're, we're googling that shit as michelle carlos says we're gtsing in the middle of the show gts to fact check to make sure that this uh this kid uh had something right uh i don't know though i feel like it was sort of a hack and need sort of trying to go from what i remember reading in a story uh in a storybook about what halloween uh was but i don't remember where it began i only think it was england i think it was ireland well it was it was a celtic festival based around what was called i mean i mean this is more of a pop i think this is more of a poppy description but like it's it, pretty recently it's become big to describe it as Samhain, which is which is sort of like the pagan festival of the dead Right. And that was a Celtic festival. How do you spell Samhain? S-A-M-H-A-I-N. And and so the whole idea was that you were, it was considered a holy night because it was the closest. It was when the veil between life and death was the thinnest. And so therefore you could, you know, you could 
bless or be blessed by those you had loved and lost. And the jack-o'-lanterns was accurate. That was on point. Then. I think that's an American thing. I have no idea, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know where that came from. I think I was bullshitting <laughs> in that part, to be honest with you. The, uh, but the fact that uh, I said witches are bad, I can't get that out of my head because I'm thinking to myself, no, witches are awesome. I love witches now. Witches, <laughs> like, as an adult, Elon, I'm like, man. You badass witches. Nah, I, I, I got plenty of friends who I know who are witches. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm good with witches. I don't know. I see. I'm good I with see. witches because then if I'm good with witches, they're good with me, right? I see. Right? I see. I see. Yeah, damn Shit. right. I see. I see. <laughs> That's I see, not I see, how that works. I see Catherine as sort of like a modern day witch. Like if she wanted to pursue that, if she wanted to be, if she if like she wanted to live a life of like affecting people in a quasi magical way, I feel like that's right up your alley. I, I feel like that's that. exactly what you would do. Yeah, yeah I do already. There are there are <laughs> modern day witches. There's like workshops that you can pay for and like go upstate to the Hudson Valley. Do you have any experience with? Uh, Wiccans? Do I have any experience with Wiccans? You don't um, have to go away to do that. You can take classes <laughs> here, by the way. Sure, but I'm saying like they do like weekend workshops or something under the same thumb of the same people who are doing those classes here. Mm. Witchy weekend workshop. <laughs> it's a good. It's a good. It, www witchy weekend workshop. Yeah. dot com. Witchy weekend work. W Wow. It took me a good half yeah, second longer saw. to get to it than everybody else. It. Well, so, done, well, so that uh, that said, though, um, I, I had a friend who I, I won't name that it doesn't matter because I don't remember <laughs> uh, for sure his girlfriend at the time's name. But there was Jen. A, yes, let's just call her Jen, uh, who was dabbling in witchcraft. But like she was 14. We were all like 13, 14 at the time. And I'm thinking to myself, is right. that legit at the time? Probably. Because everybody was all about the craft back then, I remember. Right on. <laughs> and everyone started to like, carve those things into candles and light them up. Sure, get your Feruza bulk on. Uh, <laughs> but that was like the populist approach to being a witch was like, how could I make everyone's life miserable? As opposed to like doing things for greater good, like right the uh, Robin, uh, right? What was his name? Robin Tunney. Who played who? the... Yeah, I think that, I know what you're talking about. The actress. Who, who? Yes. One of the actresses in the craft. Ah. Yeah. Okay, so that, that that was a little bit hard to understand. Let's see if we can hear more of this uh, a little more clearly. Oh, oh, I know what this is. This isn't not so much a Halloween-related thing anymore. I, neither of these things. Well, not my the tape Halloween, that I used to record the Halloween special was originally a theater-related tape that I have no part... I'm not, I have no part of. I'm not involved in this tape at all, but... No. The Woodstock Youth Theater um, sent me a tape of like all of like their best of songs, including songs from Godspell and uh, Les Miserables, and just like all of these really amazing singers that, that, in retrospect, I'm such a dumbass. Like I should have kept it because I'm still friends with some of these people that I grew up with. These older kids that did the Woodstock Youth Theater alongside myself and uh, perfect for the show. Wait, you were given archives and you threw them out? I didn't throw them out. I recorded over them for this stupid fucking tape about the Halloween special. Because I was running out of tapes. At this time, instead of saying to my parents who already were like, stop recording, we don't want you to record anymore, I was kind of fishing for whatever tapes I could possibly find and going rogue and being like, fine. They're not going to buy me more tapes. I'm just going to record over whatever tapes I had. And so it happens. Th- there, there's a little bit left. Uh, and I had this program that play I play it, play it. It's called High Fidelity Spying Agency. Let's hear it. Yes. That's time for High Fidelity Spying Agency. Oh, bless the Lord, my soul. Oh, bless the Lord, my soul. Oh, bless the Lord, my soul. Oh, yeah, I want to bless the Lord. I want to. 
the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Oh, bless the Lord. Total zaniness. So let me see if I understand <laughs> what I just experienced. Jesus Christ. Somebody from the school gave you archive? No, some, somebody uh, from the Woodstock Youth Theater sent my family a tape of songs like the, the best, best of or whatever. Yeah. Like songs that were at that time, and this is like 95, so it was like maybe seven years worth of productions. And we just like picked the highlights. And in all fairness, I was so young that I had no reason to be there. There is one song I think I was in that I didn't even record per se. Maybe I did, but mm. it was okay. So the last song that we heard bear, for example, was from the same production that I may or may not have been in the recording booth at the Bearsville theater where this was also performed in the bluebird production. And there was like a song called bluebird do, 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 do. And it was done by the company, but mm. every other song that was on this tape, I, you know, we're like all like one or two people singing songs. And so I had no part in it. So I just had this tape. So they gave it to you. They it's did. not the only copy of it. Yeah. There are other copies. Yeah, I, 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 I was <laughs> I would... also under the impression, as seemingly as well as Catherine, that you were saying that you had some sort of like singular copy archive tape and you had destroyed it, therefore rendering this data gone there are other tapes out there and if anybody out there who is listening is a woodstock youth theater alum along myself i doubt you are listening but if you happen to be hearing this once the show is archived holler at me and i would love to hear a song about how would you like to be made out of wood real song from the bluebird as well so you get this gift somebody's really nice like oh that weird kid that's always recording stuff let's give him Let's give him a cassette. Wait, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Was it that or was it that like, oh, you who have a child in the Woodstock Youth Theater will get this copy of yeah. all of our okay. best of. That's precisely that makes. Oh, I, I mean, that makes was, a like, lot more sense. But I yeah. just had, had a kick in about and it really, I didn't have an emotional attachment so, at the time. But there's no reason to. It's all good. But I like that you like took it a step further. You actually made fun of the yes. tape. Like you yes. didn't mention that you were making 
fun of the team. The and high- not, only, not only that went sacrilegious, you were like, I'm just a stupid Christian Which who believes true. in we saw God. Your yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I think this is really an amazing testament to what Lost and Rewound is all about because the High Fidelity Spying Agency was sort of taking what we do now in listening to old audio or oh pre-existing audio. Uh-huh. And in the Danziger Zone program of which I created, this was basically pre-existing audio on the tape and of which was like already there and interacting with it and like calling back to it and like, you know, reacting to what you're listening to. So you have not had, you have not had a new idea since 1995. <laughs> no new ideas since 1995. <laughs> I'm kidding. Elon Danzinger bringing you radio. That's been the same for the last 15 years. <laughs> now you can hear it. <laughs> the first song was most certainly Godspell. And, um, I I guess I was just riffing off the fact that I, being Jewish and not being Christian, and I know I had an opportunity to do Godspell, and I didn't understand why I would possibly think of doing Jesus Christ Superstar or Godspell since I was Jewish. Like, that's where my head was at at that's the time. That's weird. Isn't that weird? It is. And but so, I guess it was the 90s. I mean, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But I mean, if that's a theater that you... Were you in Godspell? I no, must have asked this. No, so, no, so, no. yeah. So if that, I mean, the, sh- the music of the show is great. I just was like, I don't really know if I want to be in it. Wait, so what? So did you have any connection to any of the performances on that tape? The Bluebird, of which that song that was being sung by old people, uh-huh. um, <laughs> of the, you know, not to sound insensitive, the, the, the majority <laughs> of the youth theater was mostly uh, kids, you know, between the ages of six and 18. But okay. for whatever reason, this show particularly involved adults, and mm-hmm. it was the first stage production I ever did. And there's like three or four tracks from that production that are on this tape, in mm. which one of them is the song you heard with them being grandparents to the main characters. I know that this is a production. It exists. It absolutely exists. Mm. But I just have never seen an iota of its existence after 1989. Mm. Uh, other than like maybe an anime that existed of it. I looked it up on YouTube, and I think it was based out of Russia. But I really don't have much information other than that. This is our last of the show, of which is a definitively uh, 90s-esque sound. There uh, very much is a love of Alanis Morissette at this time of my life because I got Jagged Little Pill. I definitely was vibing on this album and thinking like the fact that I was one of the first people I knew who had this album. I was like, I got it before she became huge. I had this album. I was playing it on my disc man into the recorder and all the whole time um, that I was playing the song into the recorder, I was using some of my character voices to pretend like we were like at a rock concert or something. I'm only going to play a little portion of it, and uh, it's a good one. This left, it's got to be fine, all right. So I got one hand in my pocket, and the other one is in a cigarette. Yikes. Okay, that's amazing. 
is that everybody's gonna be quite alright. Cause I got one hand in my pocket and the other one is spinning a high five. <laughs> oh no, the other one's making a peace sign. Making that a peace fuck- sign. That was the fucking line. I loved that fucking album when I was 13. Yeah, man. I'm brave, it's- but I'm wild. Um, I'm broken, it- I'm wild. <laughs> I'm brave, and I'm happy. Baby! Uninvited was probably my favorite song on that Baby! album. Baby! No, Uninvited wasn't on that album. Was it not? It was on the City of Angels soundtrack. That's it. I walked up You're right. the stairs. That was the I secret track, right? Your door without ringing the bell. <laughs> man, I saw you humping someone else, and that was the entire album. Was it my riding? <laughs> <laughs> I better go soon. Now to quote, I, I will. I will Oh God! My head in your head. In... Sorry, I forget the lyrics to that. No, totally. I stand in your shower. <laughs> would you forgive me, love? If I stood in your shower, would you forgive me, love? If I cried in your bed, would you forgive me, love? If I cried all afternoon. <laughs> okay, we're done butchering Alanis Morissette. Oh God. Uh, this has been a, another edition of Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. As you know, I mean, just on a happy note, I know it feels like the world's hurting you. I know it feels like things could be bad, but you know what? Just give a good old listen to that Alanis Morissette album. It's one yes. of the greatest breakup albums in history. Yes. Made my little brother, helped him through one of the worst times in his life. You'll hear us all next week. I'm Alon. I'm Will Hasty. And I'm Catherine Dunn. <laughs> Mr. Danziger with the crew here on Lost and Rewound. On Radio Free Brooklyn. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy November. Oh, pay your bills. Same old day, same old day, same old day. What? We're on the air?